This is a production of Cornell University. Hello and welcome to the Cornell Turfgrass Shortcut Podcast, your weekly connection to turfgrass information. Brought to you by Cornell University's Turfgrass Program in partnership with the New York State Turfgrass Association. My name is Frank Rossi. I'm the Associate Professor of Turf Science in the Department of Horticulture here at Cornell University. And the following are observations and recommendations for the week of November 1st, 2010. Well, it's time to put turf areas to bed and there's still some weed control to do. Across the state, many are reporting some great recovery and successful renovations of golf course, sports fields, and lawns. After this rough growing season, you can still take some steps to get off the, on the right foot next spring. Consider some weed control to stop the winter annual weeds from invading. Make your last nitrogen fertile ap- application at 0.3 to 0.5 pounds per thousand and wait a little longer to do some dormant seeding. Get your baseball skin infields cleaned up before the winter sets in so they are good to go in the spring and be sure to check out the Cornell Turf Grabs website and register for the short courses. Weather last week was an above-normal week with many areas six above normal, cooler to the north, to northern New York. A good surge of 25 to 50 growing degree days region-wide. The 300 growing degree day line is creeping into upstate New York. For most areas, this is in the top three warmest years on record. Precipitation upstate, we got one to two inches in Long Island, Massachusetts, and Philadelphia, and south, less than a half an inch. About three-tenths of an inch ET region-wide. Soil temps at the two-inch depth are about 50 degrees in the north and mid-60s in the south. In this week's weather, a dry period until Tuesday, then a weak system comes through and a significant cool-down by the end of the week. Expect temps to be five below normal with the chance of coastal system. Check out all the weather information and predictive maps at www.nrcc.cornell.edu backslash grass. The Western New York update from Walt Nelson. Recent questions being raised about baseball infield mixes and concerns for safety and weed invasion. In a local case, there seems to be some serious concerns about poor drainage below the infield. As is often the case, the subgrade appears to be seriously overcompacted with very little root zone and no internal drainage. There's a mix of communities that collect leaves and many landscapers are collecting them. Not much about which landscapers are mulching the leaves into the turf. Capital District from David Chinnery. Some lawns ravaged from the summer, especially with summer patch, have still not recovered well. This has been the case on lawns with large amounts of Kentucky bluegrass. Some school districts are showing interest in late fall weed control to avoid significant issues as the, as the Child Safe Playing Field Act goes into effect next spring. The Westchester Report from Jerry Giordano and Rick Harper. The first frosts have finally hit every part of Westchester, causing early morning frost delays on golf courses. Yet a hard freeze has not occurred on the hilltops and areas near the river and south, in the south. Because turf injury from this summer's heat and drought was so extensive, homeowners are still calling the Hort Lab for advice on how to reseed while some landscapers are trying to hurry the process of establishment with high nitrogen applications. More disappointment than healthy turf may be produced from both more disappointment then healthy turf may be produced from both practices because the window from seeding even quickly sprouting rye is largely passed, and high nitrogen applications this late could produce more snow, snow mold than healthy turf cover. Eastern Long Island report from Tom Kowalsik. An interesting discussion about soil pH has been underway among residents, CC, Cornell Cooperative Extension, and a local big box retailer. Most of the lawns in the area have recovered nicely with some recent rainfall and some discussion locally about leaf mulching on lawns. And a weed update from Randy the Iron Man Prostack. Many are mistaking some greeting in the turf for lawn seedlings when they are in fact newly germinating winter annual weeds. Look for annual bluegrass, chickweed, henbit, and realize that now is the time to control existing perennial broadleaf weeds and winter annuals of perennial twofer.
Sports Turf Update from Joanne Grudadario, our Sports Turf Specialist, putting fields to bed. The way you leave your fields this fall will be the condition they will be in come next spring. If we have wet spring conditions, you may not have enough time to prepare your fields for spring sports, so it's best to give them attention right after the fall sports season is over. We have encouraged managers to oversee throughout the fall season to increase turf cover. Hopefully you've been able to take advantage of your athletes working seed into the fields. Now try these additional practices. Consider dormant seeding, as mentioned last week, coupled with coring and top dressing. Consider using sod in localized heavily worn areas that are just too hard to get seed established. Some managers use growth blankets to extend the growing season and speed spring green up. If you use them, you'll also need to apply a snowmobile preventative treatment. Your budget may or may not allow you to try this practice. That is, the cost for such breathable blankets ranges from fifteen dollars to $20,000 for a 90,000 square foot area. A concentrated effort by you and your staff to care for your fields now will yield big results come next spring. A brief update on the Child Safe Playing Field Act from our own Jennifer Grant, Director of the New York State Community IPM Program here at Cornell University. It is time to comment. The DEC has just released the draft guidance for the new ban on pesticide use on school grounds and daycare grounds. It can be found at www.dec.newyork.gov backslash chemical backslash 41822.html. Note that the draft clearly indicates that public schools can seek approval for emergency application of a pesticide from their local school board, not another entity. The document also provides some mild guidance on what an emergency is. The public comment period on the draft guidance ends November 29, 2010. A Rutgers Diagnostic Update from Rich Buckley, Director of Diagnostic Services at Rutgers University. Not much going on in the turf grass at this time. Unfortunately, regular rains and moderate temperatures have the grass looking pretty good right now. Even though it is getting late, I'm still seeing local landscape and grounds maintenance crews seeding. Disease diagnosis and control is definitely taking a backseat to the recovery effort from the summertime heat and drought. As for disease, one sample of leaf spot melting out of the Kentucky bluegrass and a handful of seedling blights caused by the fungus pythia from golf course putting green renovations. All in all, it's a pretty quiet time in the lab. The landscape update. Samples of landscape plants are trickling in too. Of course, trees injured by heat and drought stress are still the most common. I saw a plant diagnostic laboratory client in a convenience store a couple of weeks ago and he said to me, I wish I was an arborvitae salesman, referring to all the dead arborvitae and chemis cypress in landscapes. No doubt the heat hurt those. For real disease, we had a sample of ash with Botryosphoria canker and another canker, Cytospora canker, which was diagnosed on a sample of red maple. Replanting, repair, and renovation dominate the landscape sector too. And finally, my gazing into grass update focuses on our short courses for this season. The 2010 season will be remembered for being one of the most stressful in more than three decades. In addition, new fertilizer and pesticide laws, notably the Child Safe Playing Field Act, the Bee Green Organic Program, as well as NMP restrictions. You can no longer afford to continue to do business as usual, whether it is a golf course, lawn service, or school grounds personnel. This year, we at Cornell are offering a two are offering two two and a half day short courses to help exactly with those specific problems. Sports turf without pesticides provide the latest thinking on managing school grounds and sports fields without chemical pesticides to meet the Child Safe Playing Field Act. The next course for golf managers focus on the latest research on pest management that will help avoid problems like we had this season. It's time to register now. Thank you for joining me for the weekly installment of the Cornell Turfgrass Shortcut Podcast, your weekly connection to turfgrass information. 
I'm Frank, Frank Rossi, Associate Professor of Turf Science in the Department of Horticulture at Cornell University, and I hope you have a great week. This has been a production of Cornell University, on the web at cornell.edu.